The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Bully Ray and I talk about the release of Zelina Vega this past Friday and the ramifications in not only the world of the WWE, but in the world of pro wrestling. Where do you stand? Where do I stand? Where does Bully stand? How does contract negotiations come into play when you talk about third-party revenue for WWE superstars? There is a lot to get into. We do it with Bully and myself right here on the Busted Open Podcast. All right, Bully, I, I, there is something that I'm going to admit to you and the Busted Open Nation. And you may take me to task for this, but I'm always honest here uh, with you and the nation. Friday night, a uh, word came down that Zelina Vega was let go by the WWE. And it, it was bully, and I'm sure you saw it too. It was everywhere on Friday. Like, you know, Yahoo Sports. Like, you know, it was, it was all over uh, not only social media, but the internet as well. Zelina Vega, bully, as you know, and you've, you know Zelina Vega as well. You've worked with, with her. Thea, like, I guess we can call her Thea now. You know, she's no longer with the WWE, so we could drop the Zelina Vega and call her Thea Trinidad. Uh, you've known and worked with Thea for a very, very long time. Thea has been a guest and a friend of this show for close to a decade now. Uh, and, and I consider Thea a friend. I was heartbroken on Friday to hear that she was let go. And there was a bit of an outcry. And I will say this. I watched SmackDown Bully. But I didn't watch SmackDown until yesterday. I got to be honest with you. I was I was pretty PO'd uh, by the WWE and the decision to let her go. I couldn't sit and watch SmackDown in the moment on Friday. It took me a couple days to actually watch it. Now, that might, you know, you might take me to task or the nation might take me to task for it. But that's the way I felt. And it was very, very difficult for me to watch WWE programming this weekend after the decision that they made to let Thea Trinidad go on Friday. But you still watched it. Yeah. Well, I have I have an obligation to watch it for this show. But I, on Friday, I, I, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't. But you did. But I did on Sunday, yes. I okay. Did. So now are you going to turn around? Now you're going to say that you hated the show just because of the situation with Thea? No, I actually thought the show was pretty good. On, okay. on, on it, it was actually, and pretty consistently... SmackDown has been good to very good, sometimes even great. And I thought uh, Friday was another example of it. I just bring it up because I'm just being honest. Like, I I really felt bad for Thea and what took place. And this whole situation, Bully, is a mess when it comes to this, you know, third-party income for WWE superstars. And I say WWE superstars, though I don't think the WWE, WWE lets their wrestlers become superstars so 
I use the terminology that they use, superstars, but it, this is something that is not going away anytime soon, Bully. When you look at the Thea situation, surface value, I obviously understand why so many people would be pissed off. But when you're looking at the surface, when you're looking at the tip of the iceberg, that's all you're seeing is the tip. Uh, the, the majority of the iceberg, lies, three quarters of that iceberg lies beneath, and that's where the truth lies, all the way beneath. I've told you this before when it comes to many instances with talent in the WWE. This is not a, hey, we don't like you, Thea, so we're not letting you do your Twitch or your YouTube or whatever extracurricular uh, show she was doing. It has nothing to do with personal stuff. This is all business. And what people need to realize is this. When you sign a WWE contract, as an independent contractor with that company, they basically own every single thing you do. Period. End of story. Like, I don't know how else to describe it to you. There are paragraphs in a WWE contract that specifically set talk about what Thea and other talents were doing with Twitch and third party, this, that, or the other thing. Does it name Twitch by name? Does it say Twitch? I don't know. An updated version of a WWE contract probably does say Twitch. I don't know when Twitch was invented or became Nouvelle Riche or in style to use, but I'm sure it specifically outlines Twitch or YouTube or Cameo or any of these other avenues in which WWE wrestlers can use their persona, name, likeness to earn extra money that the WWE is not in control of. So if you sign a contract and that contract is notarized by uh, a notary of your choice and then it's signed by the WWE and a notary of their choice and you shake hands and you agree and you have the four corners of the contract, what are you supposed to do? If the WWE lets Thea do a Twitch, <clears throat> they got to let everybody do a Twitch. If they let her do a YouTube channel, they got to let everybody do a YouTube channel. And then this is where they feel like they are not in control. When you sign up to work with the WWE, you agree that it's their bat, it's their ball, it's their playing field, and you agree to the rules of their game. It's, it's, do I, it's, I feel it's, bad for her because you know what they did? They made an example out of her. That's what it seems like for sure. Oh, without it a doubt. Like they made her without an example. Because there's all, I, I'm right now, especially the twitch and some of these other forms are for sure very very popular and i understand what you're saying about con but there's a few things here and i'm going to throw it out there and then i want to get the nation's take on it as well because you 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 made the statement in in the term which is independent contractor so when i think of independent contractor i think of freelancer that's what i you know you're not a full-time member of the wwe and it seems like the employer is completely in control and the employee has no control whatsoever. Now, you mentioned the contract and that makes it legal. But bully, as you know, legal doesn't mean right. You know, we're, you know, you know, right now they didn't say, say, quote unquote, Twitch specifically. Now Twitch has become very, very popular. But we're also in a pandemic, you know, so there are. You have to take that into consideration. What, so, does, what does a pandemic have to do with the amount of money that any particular WWE superstar is making? That's well, because, why they have their downsides. 
Well, but you also see a, a, a record number of people over the last eight to nine months get let go by the WWE. So if I'm if I'm working for the WWE and I'm an independent contractor, I'm not a full-time employee. Well, any day now, I can look at WWE.com, find out I got future endeavored. And so, then when you get future endeavored, you have to then you can do your Twitch or your YouTube. That's true. But but again, like there's perception and there's reality. Right now, my perception of the WWE is is extremely is an extremely negative one. And 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 here's the other thing: for a lot of fans, it's extremely negative as well. And these are the people that are going to be tuning into your pay per views and watching your show. Which, by the way, bully, as you know, record lows when it comes to the ratings of the WWE. So I mean, this is the public that you want to watch your show when when a story like. You know, Zelina Vega being terminated on Friday is everywhere and there's a lot of negativity to it. Hey, this is the public. This, the, these are the people that you say you want to put smiles on their faces. Well, for a lot of WWE fr- fans on Friday, there weren't smiles, there were frowns. So this is a, there's a new game being played, and it goes back, Bully, to something that not only I say, but you say as well. This is why I don't understand. Why people root against AEW. This is the, the, the proof's in the pudding. This is why you have to support and cheer for a company like AEW. Now, Bully, on Thursdays, you come on the air and you do a tremendous job of what we call tightening of the screws. But you don't want AEW to fail. No, the reason that you're saying this stuff is that you're hoping that somebody within AEW actually listens to what you have to say so that this company grows, becomes stronger, and then fundamentally at the foundation is strong. Because you want to be talking about AEW 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. So if you're a diehard WWE fan and you you breathe and bleed WWE, you still want AEW to do well for the examples of this right now because you want places for these quote-unquote superstars to go. And another thing that I was thinking about on Friday, Bully, when it comes to this, is what you've been preaching on this show, not for the last month, six months, year, two years, about the WWE does not build superstars. They don't. You can't tell me that they do. Because Zelina Vega, somebody not too long ago, was in a championship match with Asuka. From everything I heard, Vince McMahon loves Zelina Vega. He wanted to give her a push. He thought she was ultra-talented from what you were hearing. Now she's gone. And the WWE keeps rolling. Doesn't matter what names are on the marquee. It's about the WWE. Another reason why you have to support pro wrestling outside of that umbrella. Not going to disagree with anything you just said. I'm not saying that I like the fact that Thea was let go, but I get it. I understand it. I've been through stuff like this before, not with a Twitch channel or a YouTube channel. I've been through it with the Dudley name. I know what it's like to litigate against the WWE. I know what it's like to go head-to-head with the WWE. I know what it's like when it comes to legalities of the WWE. I know what it's like to negotiate a contract with the WWE. I know what it's like to have things put in a contract, taken out of a contract. I get it. The two most stringent contracts I've ever seen or heard of, 
And Ed, you might know a little bit about this contract that I'm going to mention because you're you come from the music end uh, uh, of uh, of radio is a pro wrestling contract and a music industry 360 deal. Where basically, when you when you if you're a band and you sign with a label, you're as effed as effed gets. You're not making money for like ten years unless you you know really 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 produce. Ed, do you know anything about the uh, the three sixty deal in music by any chance? Yes, I do. I mean, the money that is, is front, it? the money that is people don't understand the money that is fronted to you by the record company and that you have to use. To produce and make your own stuff, you have to end up paying them back first before you can make anything on top of that. I mean, you're pretty much locked at the wrists. And, you know, with, with you know, wrestling, Dave, when you sign that contract for that downside, and that downside is your protection, and that's why I have been screaming at the top of my lungs for years about how important that downside is, and that's a wrestler's protection. That's your safety net. I remember one time, the, uh, one of the guy, the head of talent relations, ah, it was Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace telling me, well, Bubba, you know, you always crush your downside. What are you worrying about? You know you're never going to do less than your downside, but I'm like, that's the only protection. God forbid something does happen. Guess what? COVID is the God forbid. That's the only thing we have. So Zelina, uh, I'm sorry, Thea has her downside guarantee. So they're going to say, we negotiated with you. We gave you a downside guarantee that you agreed to. You're never going to make any less than this. If you're going on Twitch or YouTube or doing anything else, you need our permission and we're most likely going to say no. And enough talent in the wwe has already succumbed to that to them saying no a bunch of talent went in to talk to vince they aired their gripes they said what they had to say vince listened vince still said no and what did all those other talents do they shut down their channels i know Paige is in this weird gray area yeah. she's the anomaly we could talk about it. I'm not quite sure. I, I think I have an idea why she's in the gray area. But anyway, everybody else shut down their Twitches or their YouTube channels. Z Thea didn't. So, you know, we make Thea, right? Scapegoat. We make her the example. Yep. If you're, she's expendable just like everybody else is. That's why there are no huge stars because everybody's expendable. And now it's your words are coming back around like your words. Cause I think a lot of people heard your words about letting wrestlers just get a certain height within the company. And now you can kind of understand why, because you're like, why? I mean, this, it, the, the pro wrestling business has always grown because of superstars. Well, now you understand the WWE game plan and why they don't want to create superstars right now. Because honestly, more than ever, you're noticing that a WWE superstar is just a spoke in the wheel. And this wheel is turning. And you know what? Every single person here is replaceable. And we're going to get into it. There's a lot to get into in this conversation. Ed, you had something to say? I just want to say because, you know, Bully has the, the wheels in my head turning. And you want to, another way to compare it to the music industry and a good allegory here. Um, is how the Motown system worked back in the 1960s with an almost interchangeable roster of artists where it didn't matter 
they would put the song together. They would have the music track together. Everything was done by the outside at the last minute. Boop, they plop in the artist, sing the song, put out the record, and the company makes the money. Well, I mean, I think Bully, even when it comes to music, the music industry is dead. Because <laughs> you don't make money off the records, and right now nobody's touring. Oh, and without bully, a doubt, the music industry is dead. And Bully, you always bring up, well, who? The, what, what are the bands that everyone's talking about? What, what, what has everybody talked about the last fucking three weeks? It's been ACDC, a band that's, you know, almost 50 years old for crying out loud. 50 in the world of the WWE. What is everyone talking about leading into Survivor Series on Sunday? It's The Undertaker. 30 years of The Fucking Undertaker. That's what everyone's talking about. It's the, it's the I, I think it could be the death knell of the WWE, quite honestly, the way things are going. I, I really I, do. I mean, I don't think one thing has to do with the other, but I get your point. And now, let's see what happens. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Obviously, Rusev comes on this show, says something that the WWE doesn't like, and now his wife is paying for it and has been paying for it. Now, whether you like it, you don't like it, blah, blah, blah. Trust me, that's what's going on. It's going to be interesting to see what goes on with Aleister Black. Because they let Thea go, and that might be that might be just fine. But now let's see if they toy with him. It, it, this it, is it's... how they get you. I, there's a lot I'm, to get Dave, into even with when that I too. tell you it's like the mafia I'm not just spouting off they well. get you in ways you never expect hey everyone this is Lisa Ann and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast the Lisa Ann experience this is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the Sirius XM app and Apple Podcasts. The Twitch and the YouTubes, that I believe all falls under the category of third party. So let's assume you're Vince McMahon. What do you do when uh, Thea Trinidad says, I still want to use my Twitch, or AJ Styles says, I still want to use my Twitch, or any other superstar says, I want to still use my Twitch? What do you do? Well, if, if, I'm, if I'm Vince McMahon, I, I, want, I want to make sure that, A, since you're doing it outside of our world, that you're not using your character's name, and then also, too, it's not going to be something that's detrimental to you or to the company. I, I would be fine with somebody doing that outside the WWE umbrella. If they if it's it's tasteful, they're not hurting our brand. So what happens if it's what happens name. if it's distasteful? What if something goes out there that's distasteful? Now what but do you do? Then you call them in and say, "Listen, you got to But it's out there that. already and the damage is done. Well, anything can happen on social media. You have social media, you can do that too, bully. They they have a pretty tight grasp. They have social media meetings within the WWE about what they expect on Twitter or Instagram. What do you do? Do you let them do whatever they want? 
Do you let the talent just do whatever? Because they're independent if you let contractors. They're not right? full-time employees. They shouldn't have. And you this, shouldn't have that and, type of control over somebody. This has, this has been. This is a completely different discussion. This is an argument that's been going on for a long time. I owned a high-end spa and salon in Florida about mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Every single woman that worked for me was an independent contractor. And by independent contractor terms, I'm sorry, my, my bad. Some of the women that worked for me, most of them were employees. Some of the women that worked for me were independent contractors. By definition, in the state of Florida, where I was at the time, as an independent contractor, they could come and go as they please in my salon. I had to give them a key so they can do it. They could basically do whatever they want, whatever they want, whenever they wanted. That's their true definition of an independent contractor. But in the in a WWE contract, it sounds like you're more of an employee where they can dictate what you do and what you don't do. So what's the difference of somebody having their own Twitch channel or going to work an indie shot? Well, one has to do with pro wrestling. The other one doesn't at all. They're all, sure they do. The Twitch thing is is pro wrestling. It's still, yes, you might not be using your wrestling name, but you're still using your likeness. I think Peyton Royce does a, uh, a baking show on Instagram as her real name. I think her real name is uh, Casey or Cassidy or something like that. I'm not positive. She does a baking show. Now, I'm not quite sure, or some or baking videos, but I don't think she, she makes money from that. Anything where you're going to be making money from, the WWE looks at as, we're, we're, we're the ones paying you right now. And I would not be shocked to see the WWE do their own versions of Twitch. Like, we're going to set up Twitch WWE, and then you can all have your streaming services. But any money that you make off of that is going to count against your downside guarantee. I mean, it's it, and this is why you have to look outside of the WWE. We had Thunder Rosa on a couple of weeks ago, and we, you know, we asked her like, "Well, what's next for you?" You know, and she said that the WWE wasn't really all that appealing to her because of all the other stuff that she does outside of pro wrestling. She wants to be able to continue to do that. So if somebody like, you know, Thunder Rosa, when her, if, you know, when the NWA contract is over and if the NWA isn't doing, you know, if it's similar to, I guess, what's going on right now, where there's not a lot going on with the NWA, you know, she's probably going to be, AEW is going to be more appealing to her. Impact Wrestling is going to be more appealing to her because, she enjoys what she does outside the realms of pro wrestling. Dave, let me give you a very um, average example. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. A- average example of something. Okay. Um, let's say that you work for the WWE right now, and your minimum downside guarantee is $250,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's a pretty average WWE downside contract. You're going to rock the boat right now? I would, depending on how much I'm making, depend. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm probably not going to rock the boat. No, because especially now, because hell, I mean, we're going through a pandemic. Correct. I don't want to lose my job. Correct. 
So you you stand you 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 die on a hill like that. And you lose your entire downside. How much were you really going to make from your Twitch? Or maybe you're going to make a significant amount of money. I don't know. I'm not savvy in the world of trick Twitch. I am kind of savvy on these contracts. But what, what, what are you going to do? You're going to give up your downside? Let's take AJ Styles. I can guarantee you he's making considerably more than the number that I just said. You're going to take the risk of losing that with four children? So I gave you $250,000 a year as a minimum downside guarantee. And you're not on the road right now. You have no road expenses, no hotels, no rental cars, no gyms, no this, no, no road expenses. And you're still getting that $250,000 a year. You're showing up to do SmackDown, you're showing up to do Raw, or you're showing up to do NXT. That number is more of a, a Raw and SmackDown number. I get it. So what are you going to you, you got to rock the boat on a number like that? And that's an average number. But bully, you just said it like, you know, for for these independent contractors within the WWE. Please tell me if I'm wrong, because, you know, better than I do. They have to pay for their own travel. They have they have to pay for. But not you know, right now. No, I know that. But this is going to end at some point. At some Correct. point, this will end. So they have kind of like, so let's just use Thea as an example. She has now built something outside the WWE. Because again, the WWE can let her go at any time. At any Tony Jimbo, after you know, being with the company for 30 years, was just let go. So, you know, he was who an knows? employee. Yeah, he was an employee. Right. But his Zelina job became Vega, obsolete. But bully, Zelina Vega went from, you know, fighting Asuka, you know, for yep. a world championship to going to SmackDown, and I don't think she won a match on SmackDown. So if I'm her, I'm I'm a little worried about my. She was future. a victim of. She was victim of creative. But that vic but that victim of creative could be like go at the drop of if, a dime. If her Twitch is so good, what is she worried about? Go do your Twitch now and make all your money. You should be able to do both. See, now here's where it gets a little uh, dicey. Well, I can't go and make as much money on Twitch now because I'm not in the WWE anymore. So then what you're saying is because of the WWE that you were able to make that much money on Twitch. Well, the, uh, obviously, but at the same time, like you're not a full-time employee. I got to go out and I got to uh, pay for my own transportation to go and do their shows. I got to pay that out of pocket. Health benefits, everything else, I got to pay that out of pocket. But I can't go out without even using my character's name and make an extra few bucks. I mean, come on. Dave. I understand what you're saying, and that's the surface of the argument. If they let her do it, they have to let everybody do it. And they don't want to let everybody do what they want to do. The WWE, for long enough, let a lot of guys and gals do what they want to do. Now they're going to control every last move their talent makes. And one of the reasons why they're going to control every last move their talent makes is because of perception. They don't want anybody going out there saying or doing anything wrong. Social media, Twitter and Instagram are a must, especially Twitter. And they constantly have meetings and they do monitor Twitter. So if you're saying something out there on Twitter that they consider a little, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like risque uh, or something. Ri ri risky, yeah, 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 risky. Not even risque, just risky, right? Okay. They're going to talk to you about it. Now, if you go on your Twitch channel and all of a sudden um, you use the word risque, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if somebody decided to go on their Twitch channel and do a review of their favorite adult films? 
Well, then that, that's when the WWE, if they want to, they can get it. But, but that but hasn't now happened, the bad, though. Now, I understand it hasn't happened. They're nipping it in the bud before something like that could happen. I, but then you go by a case by case. No, you can't go case by case. You have to treat everybody the same across the board. It's so frustrating because they fucking call them independent contractors, but yet they control them like they're full-time employees. It's it's bullshit. Hi, this is Adam Shine. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard-hitting takes every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all the sports, celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast with new episodes dropping on Tuesdays. You can listen to the podcast anytime with the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and with Stitcher. I agree that you shouldn't use your character's name outside the WWE. That is property of the WWE. So uh, you can't use the name Zelina Vega, but that's not what she was doing. And all those platforms, whether it be YouTube or Twitch or members only, whatever, or OnlyFans or whatever it's called. She was using her name, Thea Trinidad, but yet WWE wouldn't let that happen, and they let her go. And it's been a big discussion point over the weekend, Bully, and we did a great job of kind of breaking it down over the first hour of this show, but are you ready to take some more phone calls from the Busted Open Nation? Sure, I'd love to hear what they have to say. All right, let's go out to Lindsay in New Jersey. Lindsay, what did you want to say about Selena Vega? Hey, guys, good morning. Good morning, um, Lindsay. So I think the whole situation is is very interesting. Ultimately, what it boils down to is perception. A lot of times, bully, you say perception is reality. I don't think this is a good look for the WWE. On the surface, it looks superficial, and it just looks greedy. They're already uh, a billion-dollar company. We've been saying for how many quarters in a row that they beat their quarterly earnings, they're doing just fine. They do not need any additional income. So at a certain point, it just starts to look like hoarding. You're well, Lindsay, Lindsay, money. let me let me interrupt Lindsay, you for just a second. No, let me interrupt sure. you, Dave. Lindsay, if sure. you let yeah. one person do whatever they want, that means you have to let everybody do whatever they want. And then they lose control of everything. It's all about well, the game and how you play it. It's all about control and if you can take it. The WWE controls everything and anything underneath their roof. So if they go, okay, Zelina, you can do a Twitch, Twitch channel, that means every single wrestler that they have signed to a deal can do Twitch. And if they can do Twitch, they can do Cameo. And if they can do Cameo, they can do OnlyFans. And now they have no control over anything. Well, they shouldn't. They shouldn't well, have I, control but over But it's that, their boy. bat and their ball. And when you sign the contract, you agree to but that. They, but you're if signing you a contract want... to be an independent contract. They're not a full-time that employee. Is a, that is a fight that has been going on for a long time. And it's going to take somebody to eventually go to court with that. Not you bitching and moaning on a radio show. Yeah, I can but bitch and moan all I want because it's but... fucking bullshit, bully. Then, then, do well, this is where it. Then, then do something about well, it. Then do something about it. Because I'm saying it on this show. Then, do something about it. Now, the what one are you going to do about it? You're going to do nothing about it. You're going to be I'm just not like everybody else. All I can do is talk about you're it. You're going to spout off about it and do nothing about it, which is what a lot of wrestlers do. They spout off, then do nothing. 
But I'm not an employee of the WWE. What else am I supposed to do but use my avenue of what I do, which is talking on the radio, to talk about it with the fans that are what? By the way, the fans, if like you Lindsay, were, you that know watch their Dave, product. If you, if you were one of the guys making a significant amount of money over there, you wouldn't have a word. You wouldn't be saying a word about it. And if you did say a word, look at AJ. Let AJ is the prime example. AJ makes a great living. He went into Vince's office and he said, Vince, I want my, my Twitch channel. No, AJ, you can't have it. Okay, thank you. Bye. Shut down my Twitch. And, that, and, that, and that's his choice. I don't know how much AJ was making, but the one thing I will say to, to correct Lindsay, Lindsay's like, they make enough money. Why do they need to make money on it? Well, they're not making money on this. Lindsay, that's the one thing. They're not making, but they're preventing no, other people from making, saying, but they're preventing other people from making money. They're going to start the crime making money on it. It's a sin of it. Right. The it's WWE is making enough money on their own. So they were not, they were not getting any of this money. It wasn't until they found yeah. out that the talent was making money that they were like, hmm, how can I get a piece of that? And I just don't think, again, I, I think it's a bad look for them. I agree with you, Bully, if you let one person do it, you have to let everybody do it. But I don't think it's a problem if everybody does it. If they have measures in place to monitor talent's social media, they can easily put measures in place to, to monitor all of the stuff that they're doing. And if they violate the behavior policy, you know, they can be sanctioned or they can be let go. But uh, I think to stop the, the talent from doing this, it's just another complaint for the talent. And you already, the public perception of the WWE already is that it's not the most talent-friendly place. About the only thing it seems that they have going for them is the downside guarantee. But other than that, all you hear from talent that leaves is how much they hated it. So, you know, at the end of the day, again, I, I think that this just makes them look worse to the general public. Lindsay, I was a talent that left. I didn't hate it. True. That's fair. That's fair. But, but there is a lot of talent guess- lately. Again, I, I can right. only compare it to lately because bully. This is right. that's years ago. For the for no, the I was a part of the lately. lately. I was a part of the lately. Just you came just back. four years ago, and I did. And I I didn't I didn't uh, really agree with the way uh, the the Dudley Act was used. But I had no problem with the WWE because I understood that when I signed my name on that dotted line, they could use this act however they want. They could have buried it. They could have jobbed it out. They could have ripped it up, destroyed it. They could have did anything they want to it. And I would only have minimal say in it. It's they own it. I know. But, but Bully, you're, you're different. First of all, Bully, you're a Hall of Famer. And, like, you went into the Hall of Fame. Again, like you're 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 one of the great. I mean, I I start the show saying you're the greatest tag team wrestler. Uh, Dave, of all time. I appreciate that, but I'm a wrestler just like all these other wrestlers. I get it, but th- this is like a different world. And Lindsay, thanks for the phone call. It's a great call. This is a different world. Like it's a completely different world. Like there's not there's they're they're not building superstars. Like Dave, this, like, let, me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Bully. Yep, yep. Let me ask you this. The Rock. Okay. Yep. First of all, you could build another. You could you could build maybe not somebody to the heights of, but they could build somebody to be like the next Rock or to be the next Stone Cold or even be the next John Cena. To me, like when the Rock went and and, and started acting and he did Scorpion King and all that, that only helps the WWE. 
that's that's more eyes on The Rock, and they know him as the professional wrestler. That's going to bring more eyes to you. When The Rock does Saturday Night Live, that brings more eyes to the WWE product. I know it sounds crazy, Bully, and it's hard for me to comprehend because I'm a 49-year-old man, and I don't get it. But Twitch is huge. Like, there's people on Twitch. There's probably people that, like, subscribe to Twitch and, and see Thea. And, and and just love watching her play video games. Like, that's a big thing right now. So that could bring more of a younger audience to your product. And you know what? If if the WWE had their own Twitch where they're That's what they're, they're going to do. Which, but they haven't done it yet. They're in, in the process of doing it. Oh, believe me. I've heard enough of that bullshit stuff, too. Because I They hear are in the process of creating for. all their own Twitch channels. And now, if somebody wants to have their own Twitch channel, they'll be allowed to. And whatever revenue is made off of that Twitch channel will most likely go towards the downside guarantee. Now, if that happens and when that happens, okay. Hey, we are starting our own Twitch. You're yeah, going to benefit what? from this. But guess and you're going to make money off I, of this. I have a lot more problem with that than them telling me to cancel my Twitch. Because now I'm working towards my downside guarantee on an outside project. What's my incentive? I know I'm going to get my downside guarantee whether I do this Twitch thing or not. Now you're saying I got if I do the Twitch, it goes towards my downside. Now yeah, I got to work doubly hard to do the Twitch to crush my downside. That's, that's, a, that's an issue. I you think see, ju- just yeah. to talk about it on the radio is sometimes I don't, I hope I'm making complete sense. So I, so if I felt like if I could write this down for you and for the nation, you might understand it a little better. Because if you're guaranteed, $100,000 a year just to go out and wrestle. And now you have a Twitch station. And let's say you made $100 a month off of the Twitch. That 100 goes towards that 100000 that they owe you. What's the big deal? Where's my incentive? Now you're doing something just for the sake of doing something because your guarantee is the same whether you did it or you didn't do it. So that's now, criminal into itself. Not criminal now, in, in hopefully, the true sense of the word. but Hopefully your Twitch will get so over or you'll be used so much that you'll eventually hit that $100,000 threshold and then be able to make more money above and beyond it. But then you see, like, here's another example. And there's, and there's plenty of examples. But, you know, you and I are spitballing here. We're having a conversation, so things jump to mind. Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder, he got himself over on his own on YouTube. And you're like, and I remember at the time, we were like, wow. Because Zack Ryder was really not nowhere near a superstar, but became a superstar because of what he was able to do outside the quote-unquote world of the WWE. And what did they do? They squashed it. And eventually squashed him. Yeah. That te- the Zack Ryder thing tells you everything you need to know about where their head is at when it comes to Twitch, YouTube, Cameo, blah, 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 your sister's ass. A lot of people like your sister's ass. So nice. Th- that turned it. You know what, Zach? Why don't you go out there and why don't you go do something on your own? Why don't you see if you can get yourself over? Okay. I'll do it. Wow, this kid got himself over. Let's bring him back. Bring him back. Squashes YouTube. Because they didn't get it over. They didn't control. Oh, wow, Matt Hardy, you created this great character. Uh, Now, we ain't going to use it. Yeah, we'll let you use a little version of it. How many times do I have to say it? 
I know as a fan, you sometimes don't like to hear it. It doesn't make sense. I want this. Wah, wah. It's not the way it works inside those walls, buddy. Everything is controlled by them. 20 years ago, my, during my first run there, 99 to 2005, there wasn't nearly the amount of handcuffing or control that I experienced when we went back in 2015. You Would you like to hear a quick story? Please, of course. Once me and Devon left the WWE, became Team 3D, went and traveled all over the world, did our own thing, blah, 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 I would always hear stories coming out of the WWE about how guys and gals couldn't get over. Nobody could get over. Nobody can get over. And I'm, and I'm like, this is BS. How do you, what do you mean you can't get over? They can only control you so much. Once you go through that curtain, if you can get yourself over, that's it. You're made. So I'm saying to myself, maybe it's the, the new crop of talent. Maybe the new crop of talent isn't that great. Maybe they just can't get themselves over. Thus, the WWE is not writing for them and running with them. When I went back in 2015, I now understood what a lot of people were bitching and moaning about. They had handcuffed talent in such a way where like, holy shit, you can't get over. I'll never forget one of our first matches back. This is after we came back on Raw and all that stuff. We're having a tag team match, and uh, I, I think the, the, the agent might have been Arn Anderson. And, uh, and we're going to get some heat on Devon and a hot tag to Bubba, and Bubba's going to come in, and I'm going to bump Xavier, and I'm going to bump Biggie, and then I'll bump Xavier, and then I'll bump Bibby. And Arn's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm blowing a comeback. Well, you can't blow it on two guys. Well, what do you mean you can't blow it on two guys? Blowing a tag team comeback. No, you can only blow it on one guy. Only one guy is legal, so only one guy could be in the ring at the time. Wait a minute, Arn. <laughs> I'm talking to Arn Anderson about tag team wrestling now. You know, wait a minute, Arn. We've been guys have been blowing comebacks on the two heels since the dawn of tag team wrestling. Yeah, we can't do it anymore over here. At that time, at that moment, I know I realized how guys were getting handcuffed how gals were getting handcuffed. They were curtailing certain rules, certain regulations. You can do this and you can't do this. And it's like, wow, w were me and Devon able to overcome it? Yes, because once you get to a certain level, you learn how to hit the curve and you can deal with any and all situations. But if you're a younger talent, you really don't know how. So you have to just do what you're told. And if you're just doing what you're told, you're only going to get over to a certain level. Does that make sense? It does make sense. But also, that's why I kind of understand why I want a lot of these wrestlers, Bully, want to do these outside projects. Like, Because if you're doing something for a living where you're handcuffed creatively and they don't let you, like you said, get over or even then you probably need these things to have as a creative outlet. And I think that's something that like Paige was talking about. Now, Paige is a different story because she was injured. And she was injured in the world of the WWE. But she was like, I need, I need this creative outlet because I'm not even being used. And with a lot of superstars, if you're being handcuffed, you probably need that creative outlet. And now these creative outlets have now been taken away from you. I completely agree with needing the creative outlet, especially if you're somebody. Listen, sometimes the grass is not greener on the other side, and sometimes the, the, gra the grass in the WWE is extremely brown for certain talents because they don't get used to their maximum potential, and that happens a lot. 
So, yeah, I'm looking for other avenues to be entertaining. Well, the WWE is going to say, you signed a contract with us for one, two, three, five years that basically says we own your name and likeness for these three to five years. And we actually own your name in perpetuity unless it is your God-given name. Well, you know what, Paul? And anything I'm that you're going to do with this likeness, we are going to control. Well, we're going to continue with the nation. I want to get the takes of nation. Also, we'll bring up in a little bit after we take Who some invented calls. Busted Open? I did. Can you go on tour right now and say Dave LaGreca is bust from Busted Open World Tour? I can't I can't I can't say Busted Open. I could say Dave LaGreca, yeah. obviously. Can you say Busted Open? No. Why not? You invented it. You came up I with did. the name. It's your original I, intellectual property. I, I created it. So why can't you use it? Because SiriusXM owns it. Aha! Uh-huh. But I could go out there as Dave LaGreca. That my, whoa, busted open is an over entity. It's a it's a it's a brand. It's a commodity. You came up with the name. You invented it. But that's the case with you, bully. Like that, you know, but like bully because because of your situation, you couldn't use that name, even though the WWE had nothing to do with creating that name. Obviously, I created the name Busted Open. But they, but how come you're like, not bitching and moaning about not using Busted Open? Because because I understand the intellectual property. The uh, intellectual you property- understand it when it applies to you. No, but this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Thea Trinidad was not using Zelina Vega on Twitch. She it's was using likeness. People are tuning. Oh. People, come on, Dave. Nobody is tuning in to watch Thea Trinidad. If Thea Trinidad was never in the WWE, not many people are tuning in to see her play video but games. You could Thus, say the same thing with me. Thus, they're tuning into the likeness of Zelina Vega to watch Zelina play video games. But you can say the same thing about me. The the, the reason why you see LaGreca heads in the audience isn't because they're, hey, Dave LaGreca, I know him. I grew up with him. No, it's because he's a host on Busted Open. But I can't use Busted Open, but I sure as hell can use my likeness anywhere I go because it's me. That's what I said, Dave, unless it's your God-given name. Yes, she might be using Trinidad 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. That's a combination of my luggage. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She might be doing that, but people are still tuning in to see Zelina Vega. So you know what the WWE is not going to do now? They're going to create all their own Twitches, and then if anybody wants to do it, they can. Yeah, and it's going to suck because it's going to be the person in character and it's not going to be nearly as good. Hey, everyone. This is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Let's go to Michael in North Carolina. What's going on, Michael? Gentlemen, good morning. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Bully, I want to see if you agree with me on something. You mentioned the tip of the iceberg um, at the start of the show. And in, in my opinion, the bulk of that iceberg comes down to competing marketing dollars. If you remember, the person who got this conversation started was Lana um, when it comes to third-party endorsements. She did an online commercial for an energy drink company. It was a small company and no one had heard of, so big deal. 
But let's say that Roman signs with Nike for $500,000 and Adidas is paying WWE $10 million to be their exclusive apparel company. All of a sudden on Fridays, you're seeing Nike ads with Roman Reigns just a few minutes after SmackDown is promoting Adidas on the show. That's a conflict of interest where a WWE employee or a private contractor or however you want to rephrase it is using their platform to compete against one of their marketing partners. When it comes to Alana and the drink, who cares? But if you allow her or Zelina or AJ or anyone else to use the platform to gain private endorsements, you're setting a legal precedent. If they allowed that, you wouldn't be able to stop Roman from his Nike deal should it go to court. And if they were to fire Roman over it, then they're opening themselves up to a wrongful termination lawsuit. And that could blow the roof off the whole thing. I think they're protecting themselves legally and financially by setting one common baseline that everyone's held to. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that, Bully? Well, I agree with everything you just said. But now, what you just said is a little bit boring, but it's a lot of it true. No, but Michael, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter with something that happened in the NFL and Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Nike Reebok was the official wear sneakers, jerseys, helm, everything with the NFL. Jerry Jones struck a deal with Nike, and what he did, what he said was, well, this isn't the Dallas Cowboys striking the deal with Nike, which is the name of an NFL team, he said it's the stadium that's striking a deal with Nike. So if you went to a, a, a Dallas Cow, if you were watching a Dallas Cowboys game, you saw the Nike swoosh. Why? Because Jerry Jones struck a deal. But instead of using the Dallas Cowboys as the crux of that deal, he used Texas Stadium at that time for the crux of the deal. So, Michael, how is that different than I'm not Selena Vega, which is owned by the WWE, but I'm Thea Trinidad. That is, you know, that is my name outside of the WWE. I think it kind of goes back to what Bully's saying is that the platform, if, if, if Thea wasn't a WWE superstar or, you know, previous, then God bless her, but nobody would be caring about her Twitch. Um, but nobody would care about Texas Stadium. Nobody would care about Texas Stadium if the Dallas Cowboys weren't playing there. Dave, who was Thea? Who was Thea Trinidad before she was Thea Trinidad? What was Thea's name before she was? Or has it always been Thea? Well, it was Thea. Then in, in TNA, it was Rosita, and then. You know, then she went by Thea Trinidad again, and then she became Zelina Vega in the WWE. They, how many they, people? How many people are turning into Rosita's Twitch or Thea Trinidad's Twitch? I mean, right without now, the WWE, you, but, but you don't know. Without the WWE, no. Come on, Dave. Come on. If you're gonna if you're gonna throw this shit out there, don't fall back on. Well, you don't know. Well, bully, I be, mean, how many people? Nobody's tune in? tuning into. Bully, how many t- people tune into Busted Open because you were, you know, you were Bubba Ray Dudley in the WWE? Bubba Ray and Bully Ray are the same person. I changed the name just because I needed to go in a different direction character-wise, okay? You're not hearing Mark on this show. <laughs> Sometimes I deal with a Mark <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Nobody was tuning into Thea Trinidad's Twitch that's no disrespect to Thea. If Thea never becomes Zelina Vega, 
Nobody's clamoring for that Twitch channel. Now they're clamoring for the Twitch channel. Why? Because despite the fact that she's going by Thea Trinidad, we know it's Zelina Vega playing video games. And that's WWE's. Even if everybody in the WWE went by their God-given names, you know that the fan base is still tuning in for the likeness that the WWE created, for the name that the WWE created, for the name that the WWE trademarked. Thus, they want control over it. Then why did then why did they change the names then? If you if 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 they if they're changing your character's name because I heard they changed your character's name so they have control over that name. Well, right? now they're not even letting you use your real name outside the WWE because it's the character and the likeness that people are tuning in for. Thea Trinidad is, looks this, exactly the same she as she did before she entered the WWE. They're tuning in for the Zelina Vega under the under the guise of oh it's her real name. All right, Ed brings up a I'm Ed just, brings up a great Ed brings up a great point. Yeah, when you hire Mark Hamill, it's because he was once Luke Skywalker. Does George Lucas still want money from Mark Hamill when he does something outside of of the Star Wars franchise? Bro, listen, I'm not telling you the bro wrestling business has got is is the, is a good business as far as it being good to wrestlers or wrestlers having feet to stand on. This is where the whole union thing comes in. Okay, Hollywood, which is unionized, is is a significantly better, uh, I guess, world to live in for their actors and wrestler wrestlers in the wrestling business. So I understand what you're saying, but if you need to fight your own battle. You just talked about Jesse Ventura. What makes Jesse Ventura unique? He fought his battle and he won. So fight your battle and see yeah. if you can win. But Zelina Vega is not going to. I mean, Jesse Ventura had deep pockets. He's a former governor of Minnesota. Dave, I'm not saying. Please, me giving an argue, giving you the other side or arguing the case for the WWE does not mean I agree. I just understand the four corners of the contract and how they think and the legalities in which they stick to. Do I think the WWE should allow their talent to have their Twitch channels? Yes. Have a meeting. You can all have your Twitch channels. Don't screw it up. Don't say anything stupid. Don't make yourself look bad. Don't make the company look bad. If you do it, we're pulling the Twitch channel. But go out there and do whatever you want to do. God bless you. That's what I would do. But it's very easy for me to say that sitting right here. I don't know about the liabilities that could affect my, the WWE. Because now the headline reads, WWE wrestler Zelina Vega does this on her Twitch channel. That's what they're trying to stay away from. Because if anything negative goes on on Zelina's Twitch or this guy's Twitch or this girl's Twitch, the headline reads, um, this WWE wrestler said this. And now it becomes a WWE thing. Well, now the headline says Zelina Vega fired by WWE during a pandemic for eight minutes. Made example of. Yeah. Made example of. Made, made, yep. Uh, 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 you know, which is worse. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. 
the longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.